Okay, today's episode marks our very first own fan-picked episode, picked by none other than the great Barry King of BK on the Air fame. If you guys enjoy our show, if our show hits you in the nostalgia feels, go check out their show. You can catch them on Spotify, the TuneIn Radio app, and if you're in the Georgia area, you can catch them from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., on 100.3 FM and AM 1450 WBHF Radio. Check them out. BK on the air. We love you guys. Barry, this one's for you, bud. Welcome to the Flashback Cartoon Hour. I'm your loving bald host with the most from coast to coast, Nick the Brick Lascola, along with my fellow goon. Introduce yourself, buddy. Wow, that was a wildly different intro from... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, tell- you know, I'm glad. Uh, my name is Antoine Yaz. Uh, I am... <laughs> I am Nick's uh, lackey in part, the Robin to his Batman, as he'd put it. But I'm telling you right here and right now, I'm the quarterback and he's the receiver. You got to believe me. He's definitely the Igor to my Frankenstein. (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. So today we're talking about the new adventures of flash gordon cartoon uh which came out in 1979 uh yep the new adventures of flash gordon nick you want to take it from here okay so the new adventures of flash gordon was a series that ran for a total of two seasons and 32 episodes it had voices such as robert ridgely Diane Piercing, Bob Holt, Vic Perrin, and Alan Oppenheimer. Heimer. Whoops, that's an I. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll go into them later, though. We'll go into them after the episode. So if you are brand new to our show, what we do is we watch the pilot episodes to old classic cartoons from before the year 2000 because we like to reminisce with the old and teach the young. So yep, we got and here's some- the best part. Uh, I've never seen this show before in my life. Mm-hmm. So for some of you people out there, there may be a fresh perspective. Goku calls Ooh, sexy. Okay. All right. So as we start with the adventures of Flash Gordon, episode one, the episode is called A Planet in Peril. Are you ready, Tony? Ah, uh, yeah. Play that real. Can I just say before we get going, tell me that Flash Gordon does not just look like Aquaman no. with the red shirt. You're seeing things. No, wait till we watch the actual episode. No, wait. No, you're right. He does. He looks just like him. <laughs> He's a twin. 
Who'd knew that many superheroes would share the same universes? Flash, Dale, and Zarkov have set out for Mongo on a mission of mercy to prevent the impending collision between Earth and the mysterious comet world. But as their rocket ship enters the atmosphere of the alien planet, there is an unprovoked attack which destroys the guidance system, plummeting them toward unknown dangers below. And now, oh, wow. chapter one. Very cinematic. Uh, that it actually really is. I enjoy how like every episode takes place right after the last one. It's not like a every episode's a random episode kind of thing, which I I always kind of like a continuing story, you know? Yeah, so Nick, it's funny that you brought that up because speaking about the cinematic aspect of this show, did you know that this show actually happened to be conceptualized as an animated television film before it was actually considered to be a TV series? Uh, I know that the movie came out. I did not know it was supposed to be before. Yep. So what happened back in the day? Uh, the team who was responsible for this project uh they were inspired by the success of Star Wars, partly. So they decided to make a feature film on Flash Gordon in animated format. Uh, but the studio, NBC, they loved it. They loved it so much that they just decided to make a TV series out of it. Uh, and it's interesting to note that there are a lot of differences in the plot between the original movie and... Um, and the TV series that we're now watching, but we'll talk about that later. So the Doctor, Dale, and Flash Gordon ship got shot down onto the mysterious comet. They fell into the water, and these fish people came and kidnapped them. <laughs> he looks like Errol Flynn. He looks like Robin Hood with a mustache. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Evil, right? Need no arrows to deal with you, Lion Man. Lion Man. You've got big right now. Stop it. Lion Man. You know they really were thinking hard on those names. It takes a lot of thought sometimes. He'll be pleased with this day's catch. Oh, Iron Man looks like Altered Beast. He looks like the cowardly lion. Yeah, a little bit. The absolute ruler of this world, Earthman. Though there are those who stand against him. Like you? If it were not for me, Baron would be emperor of Mongo. no at all, if you ask me. Oh, he's a moody <laughs> kitty. No you, oh, they all are. You both hate your ruler Ming, and yet you fight between yourselves. Every race on Mongo is an enemy to every other race. Each man stands I think that's kind of cool. I think learned, that, like, the fact that they go into all the man. different species of Mongol, because, like... I knew Flash Gordon from the 80s movie way before Ted ever, like, came out and was like, hey, Flash Gordon was cool. 
Like, I just knew the movie. Yeah. And, like, um, you know, you know the Hawk people, and you know being the Merciless, but, like, you don't actually get to know the different species of the real planet. Yeah. Oh, oh, they were definitely just kissing. <laughs> a little bit. It looked like Sarkov. Flash and the Doctor are kissing. Doctor Sarkov. Oh yeah. He <laughs> 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 looks so angry. <laughs> this glowing rod. <laughs> you know, every time I see the dude in the mustache, I think he has a cross around his neck, but it's just a part of his outfit. I can't tell if he's bald or not. What, the dude with the mustache? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's the, bald. The Robin Hood looking dude. He's bald. Oh, oh my god, this Scooby! Scooby Doo running! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait for the others. No. Wait as the rocket ship <laughs> the rocket ship takes off. I have so many questions. <laughs> because the well, rocket ship just, just can <laughs> jump on that rocket. <laughs> They're all gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, they're all running to catch up to the rocket, dude. But it's a fucking rocket, so they can all run at rocket speed. Well, they're just that super powered. Take your time, Prince Baron. Right now, we've got more pressing matters. Oh my god. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Doc, how long have we got before we collide with Earth? I'd almost forgotten about that. My previous. <laughs> you know, the whole reason why we're here. <laughs> Well, that was a lot of action, you know, of avoiding jet fuel and getting on a rocket and a perfect landing. You know, it's so realistic, too. I like how the hair is animated, like his mane. And, like, it's pretty cool because it looks like, like Hanna-Barbera superheroes, but animated just slightly better. Yeah, yeah, literally. Like, they actually put in the frames and the effort. Yeah. Like, it definitely has a Super Friends feel, but it's it definitely feels more serious than the Super Friends. What did you do? I can see how this is kind of inspired by Star Wars. It's got a very... It's got that feeling. Who's the Lion Man? <laughs> Chewbacca or Han Solo? Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, Chewbacca. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, the, the guy with the mustache. The guy, the guy with the mustache is is uh, is um, uh, Han Solo. Oh, yeah. Yahoo! <laughs> All right, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get. <laughs> You're on your own, Earthman. Pray to your gods, whoever they may be. That we never again. Oh, oh stern saying, pray to whoever your gods are. Wow, he's got all kinds of rocket fuel. Oh my god, I thought I was about to say Manji sick <laughs> on the sea next Tuesday. <laughs> Manji see you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Baron ran off with our motor, so we'll need another form of propulsion. 
Uh, he wasn't running. He was in a boat. <laughs> oh, wow. The way he manhandled that bamboo, that was great. <laughs> now they're rowing the... <laughs> the rocket part across the river <laughs> so it's just flash dale dr zakoff and um lion man at this point yeah survivor the tribe is spoken whatever it is i don't think it'll make the top 40 <laughs> Sounds sexy. Oh, Flash Gordon putting up the prude stick. I like how they rode to the right only to go and rode to the left. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, he doesn't think so, so that's why they're going to the left. The most dangerous game they'll ever hunt. Come on. So the one... Ooh. Oh, wow. Hello, nerds. <laughs> Hello, nerds. Oh, my God, that hairdo. She must come from the 1960s planet. Oh, the, the, the red-headed chick? Yeah, 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 that chick. Look at that hair. Oh, she looks like Faye Dunaway, but, like, with Cher's hair. Ming the Merciless is her dad. Oh, oh, that's why, yeah. Yeah, she's part of the evil. (laughs) (laughs) He's a lion, guys. He's got to make lion noises. (laughs) We're trapped. That's Dyer Marsh. There's no other way. None. And nothing can live. That's because he can't get to the birds. That's why he's groaning like that. I'd never thought in episode one I would hear Flash Gordon go, do we give up? (laughs) All right, wrap it up. Yeah, call it a show. (laughs) That's it. That's that's the show. (laughs) (laughs) Never say never. I love these fucking ostrich things they're riding. That's pretty cool. We have them now. (laughs) We have them now, she said. Yeah, I was going to say, Vader. (laughs) We have them now. Did you hear James Earl Jones just signed uh, the rights to Darth Vader's voice away? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, like, kind of cool. I mean, it's the end of an era, but, like, Mm -hmm. it's cool how, like, they're gonna it. use technology to fucking keep it going. Yeah. It's interesting. We'll see how it turns out. <laughs> the way that pterodactyl thing just looked at the. Ah, <laughs> oh, I yeah! missed it. Got a bad case of the hemorrhoids. Preach. Wait, Preach, you got hemorrhoids? (laughs) Carnivitry. (laughs) Oh. What is this? Super Mario? 
<laughs> Forget about me, the cowardly lion. Did it, did it, did it. Look how they're just standing there watching. They're like, <sighs> You know, I don't want to go up there. So I think it's kind of weird that they were just random. These three were randomly in a ship already on the way to this uh, magic. Like, oh, uh, wow. Asteroid. That fall. Oh, they neutralized him. Damn, he got zapped. <laughs> yeah, dude, he got zapped. <laughs> <laughs> zapped. <laughs> Damn, look at that ass, bro. <laughs> oh. Damn, she has a seat on her, bro. <laughs> Curvaceous 2D. A fine welcome you give visitors to your world. Oh, you mean you don't like foreigners that show up out of nowhere? How dare you? Just like every other country. It is well to see that even the queen of cats fears Ming the Merciless. I warned you, son. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, shit, a ring. <laughs> oh, dude, he just got nuked in the head. No, he literally got zapped. Too lovely to ring. Now, tell you Whoa. <laughs> Flash Gordon with the flirting. Your neck is too lovely to ring. He jumped pretty quick at the chance to grapple that chick. I'm just saying. Well, yeah, but he didn't want to actually grapple. Or, or did he? He's like, oh, no, Dale, I have to do this. Oh. <laughs> no, stop. Wait. <laughs> Don't do it. Dale is all over him, though. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. It's okay. Everybody's got to have a hero. You come at an opportune moment. My orders, princess, are to bring the prisoners to Emperor Ming at once. That's once. <laughs> Return with you. I will return. Strange visitors to our world. Oh, foreigners. You flash. A fate better than some. <laughs> wow. No shut. <laughs> you know what you should do, Dale? Give her a smooch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. It's the seventies. I figured that I'm just trying to think of what guys were thinking like back then. Oh really? <laughs> Damn! Look at <laughs> that's a weird pose for a villain. What? What? The way Dale is now looking at her, like bitch, and her yeah. are all for you. Jealous, Dale? You're darn right, I am. No. Oh, damn. Called her out in a second. Yep, that's the Flash Gordon for you. Called her out in a flash. So, in the 80s movie, Flash Gordon was originally... No, in the 80s movie, he was the quarterback for the Jets, the New York Jets. Flash. 
but in the original comic strip, and I don't know about this show because they haven't stated it, but in the original comic strip, he was actually a famous polo player. Oh, wow. But they switched it and modernized it. And then there's another series that came out after this one called, I think it's called The New Adventures of Flash Gordon. I'm pretty sure that's what we're watching right now. No, I think this one, uh, this is just The Adventures of Flash Gordon. Oh, really? Yeah. So I had action figures of the new Adventures of Flash Gordon from, like, when I was a kid. Uh, and then I saw that new series. But then in that series, they switch him to make him more modern. And he was a pro skateboarder that got trapped on this planet. So, like, he's always hopping on hoverboards and going for, like, a Back to the Future type ride. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have to cover that in another episode but it's i'll show you <laughs> when we're done i'll show you like a trailer you'll be like what the fuck yeah i'm sure it's just it's so like 90s skateboarding bro <laughs> oh yeah that's where it's at you gotta love that 90s yeah. skateboarding so everything was like a hover skateboard he had a hover skateboard and he would always like go and do like and Dale was also he's supposed to be like just as good at skateboarding because like the quality. Ooh. Father, the captured Earth people. We are from Earth, and we came. <laughs> he said that so weird. Well, I, I think he's supposed to be Russian. Then you must also oh, is he? And well, in the original plot, I assume so. Just based off of the last name. Zarkov. Yeah, that makes sense. But I could be wrong. Exactly. It will disrupt your world, destroy any resistance, and then resistance. No, such a villain. Yeah. He's got the pointy facial hair and everything. Such a villain. And he's green too, which is like I don't understand why his daughter wouldn't be. Uh, well, it's like a rare pigmentation. Uh, if I was him, I'd be like daughter. Go put on some clothes. Uh, <laughs> well, he's just as flamboyant. As for you, Dr. Zarkov, you will be taken to my lab. Zarkov? She will join my women. Flash women. Let their fighting skills be tested. For the tournaments of Mungo. The tournaments of Mungo. Fire. Let the tests begin. Ooh, that's a nice piece of cheese. Training ball carries a sting. <laughs> I have to say that the the animation's definitely pretty nice. Yeah, I, I I enjoy it. I'm sure it looks better on your end, but yeah, I do agree. Even just by looking at how it's drawn. Mm. 
looked like they actually tried. Yeah, it, it like I said, it looks like the Super Friends, but it's like I don't know. For some reason, it just has a more serious tone to it, and it's definitely like I like it. Well, yeah. So like the studio that did this, uh, they really gave it a good whack. Uh, they wanted to make it faithful as as much as possible. Indiana Jones, that shit. Oh, what the <laughs> fuck? What? I, oh, wow. I'm so confused. So, like, one, how, um, how much did that rolling ball weigh? Because how was Flash Gordon Come able on. to just kick it away like that? And two, was it always explosive? <laughs> the way she just slapped the shit out of the boat. <laughs> Get away if you can, Flash. Hurry! <laughs> we'll come back for your friend, Earthman. Oh, Earthman. Oh, damn. You'll try my patience once too often, daughter. <laughs> daughter, I'll kill you. <laughs> she just squints at him. Yeah, like, come on, daddy. I'm pretty sure one of her eyes even went like dead for a second. <laughs> like it just got it, it like rolled a little too far. It's like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yes, dad. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, doped up. Ah, uh, that's the end. Wow. Da -da -da, da -da 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 -da. <coughs> wow. That was crazy. That was uh pretty good. Yeah. What do you um what would you rate that on a scale of one to five? I'd give it a three and a half to a four. I mean like for cartoons of the era, I mean I I don't really know much about it, but uh I do take a keen liking to studios that try with the animation and from everything that i've read about the series it sounds like it was made with love yeah yeah and it and it definitely shows i think yep yep there's really no question i think if i was to do uh from one to five probably a three yeah definitely a three i think it earned it um, yeah we were cracking jokes, but for like, th th there was parts where you're like, oh shit, like shit's getting real right now. Oh yeah. And it got real because we were just left on a cliffhanger. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so apparently everything's left on a cliffhanger. Oh yeah. man, this is, oh, dude, this is the one I was telling you about. Oh. I'm going to play just the intro. Oh yeah. This is the 90s one, right? Yeah. Okay. So this one, okay. <laughs> I did. I, did. I didn't look this up. Okay, so I lied. That's definitely not going to play the intro. All right, well, whatever's. We. So, uh, you want to start talking about a little bit of trivia and fun facts that we found out along the way? 
Absolutely, bro. I'm going to let you take the reins on this because you did the research and I thank you very much, sir. And uh, you found out some awesome stuff. So why don't you hit the uh, listeners with what you got? Oh, man. Uh, So there are a couple interesting facts about this this series. Uh, But before we even get into that, uh, Flash Gordon believe it or not first appeared in the animated television space in the 1972 animated movie Popeye meets the man who hated laughter uh prior to the conception of the series uh seven years before uh and when the series was originally conceived uh it was conceptualized as a television feature film mm-hmm. when when the studio nbc reviewed the completed project they were impressed and decided to transform the concept into the animated series which we're talking about now some of these changes seem drastic uh too uh there, there were a couple plot omissions and thematic changes for example uh originally there was supposed to be a subplot involving ming providing uh, strategic militant arms to hitler which is a fucking fucking mind-blowing yeah dude (laughs) mind-blowing it's like oh wow they were gonna really go into it i was like god fucking uh, hitler bro they were like who's the most evil we could get to match up with ming they're like fucking hitler bro yeah, well, it's funny because Ming very faintly sounded like Hitler. No, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, <laughs> uh, and then some of the other uh, changes too include uh, the time period changing from World War II to the then present day within the show. Uh, I may have already said that whole thing. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. What is interesting is that after the cancellation of the cartoon series, the original project footage, which was done before all of those changes, it was all put back together with the original soundtrack and produced in 1982 as the animated film Flash Gordon, The Greatest Adventure of All. It takes place in the World War II era as originally envisioned and restore some of the plot elements omitted from the animated series there are a couple other cool things about about the animation too uh for example the fluid movements of the human characters were achieved by filming extensive live action footage of actors for a process known as rotoscoping Rotoscoping is known as an animation technique that animators use to trace over motion picture footage frame by frame to produce realistic action. Filmation, which is the studio that created the series, uh, their effects department built models of the spaceships for the same purpose, painting them white and covering them in thin black lines. Using a computerized camera, the film negatives were printed as cells, creating positive versions of the ship for the animators to use in rotoscoping. That's fucking crazy, dude. Oh, crazy. And then another cool thing 
is uh, <laughs> one of the art department staff members from the show was John Kersafalsi. I probably said that wrong. He was also known uh, he is also known <laughs> as the creator of the Ren and Stimpy show, which aired in '91. For all of those that probably remember that show, that was wild, 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 wild. And then, wait, what did he do with this show? He was the art. He was just one of the art department uh, staff members. It went on for even more greatness. Goddamn. Yeah, yeah, you know, make a show about anamorphic animals throwing up and all that other good stuff. Yeah, that's definitely success. Uh, I mean, I would, if what would you call Ren and Stimpy not successful? No, no, no. I mean, it definitely was successful. Uh, you know, people seem to love it. Um, everybody has an opinion, so they're like assholes. Everybody's got one. Uh, and then one of the other facts that I've got listed here is uh, one of the voice actors, Alan Oppenheimer. He's also known as the voice actor for Skeletor, uh, Skeletor and He-Man and the Masters of the Universe series. Oh, wait, he, he voiced who? Um, Ming? Yeah. And ah, he I would, knew it. I fucking would, knew it. Yep, yep. He would reuse the voice for that Skeletor role, too. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, and that's basically, uh, Dude, yeah, yeah, that's a. I fucking knew it. I heard it, and I was like, oh, I'm not sure, because I can't, I couldn't think of uh, the act, the guy who plays Skeletor. What's his name? Alan Oppenheimer. Oh, okay, yeah, that's him. Got you. Yep. It yeah. kind of sounds like a German name, actually. Mm-hmm. Oppenheimer. Which actually kind of makes sense as to why he could have been chosen for the role. Uh, can I? Uh, I just can I just uh, interject no, real quick? No, not at all. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this is my show. Mine. Yeah, it's just about season two of the show. Oh sure. Um, when a second season of episodes was ordered for autumn of 1982, NBC insisted. The serial format be dropped and the stories be more episodic, which I had just gotten through telling you how much like I like the uh, serial of it. The serial? Um, the serialness of it. it like S, um, S, right? Like yeah, S-E-R. S-E-R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like a, okay, yeah, okay. Like yeah. I, I didn't know how else to word it. <laughs> God damn the... the <laughs> the, kicking in. Uh, the box of lucky charms <laughs> <serious>. uh, <laughs> this so this resulted in the addition of gremlin the pet dragon and whoa, whoa, whoa the second season was not so well received and was not seen in some areas due to being scheduled at like 12 30 p.m eastern time like 11 30 a.m central whoa. and thus often competing with sports coverage in the program was canceled shortly after its comp uh, uh completion because like were you gonna watch this or like football uh football uh, <laughs> good answer <laughs> yeah that, that was it that's all i want to say about uh season two that's a cool little fun fact in case you're yeah. wondering what happened so i actually saw 
I, I can't remember if I finished the movie, but the what the one where they like changed it to like 1930s. Yeah. And I yeah, that's this, the movie. It yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw most of it, if not all of it, uh, a few months ago. And I have to say, like it like it it fucking works. Like it worked. It worked pretty well, honestly. The whole like 1930s aesthetic of it. Cool. I'll have to check that out then. Uh, uh yeah, dude. I highly recommend it. And we encourage you, the viewer, uh, listeners, to do the same. Okay, so Tony, I just want to go over the voice actors of Flash Gordon real quick. Um, we will start off with the voice of Flash himself, Robert Ridgely, who has also uh, starred in movies such as uh, Boogie Nights, Beverly Hills Cop, uh, Robin Hood and Men's in Tights, Samurai Cats, uh, Dexter's Laboratory, and he did some voices for the Flintstones and Quack Pack, just to name a few. Cool. Uh, also in the Dumb and Dumber TV show. So he was around for a while. He died in 1997. Uh, next. We have the woman who played Dale Arden is Diane Hersing. She is known for playing such roles as Poison Ivy in the 90s Batman series and also the uh, Justice League series. She she has done voices in Mighty Mouse, uh, the Defenders of Earth, which also had Flash Gordon on that show, Justice League, Static Shock, uh rugrats just to name a few of hers oh wow that's a lot yeah she she's done a ton what the diane person wow she's played isis the famous goddess in both the freedom force and tarzan in the super seven um isis is known for also being a live action series that came out around the same time as shazam she's done voices in the smurfs inspector gadget she-ra superman from the 19th the karate kid animated series goof troop darkwing duck rugrats justice league and uh, a bunch of different video games too so she's pretty awesome that was the voice of dale okay so and for the last person we will say uh alan oppenheimer who played ming the merciless and probably my favorite of the series he is also known for voicing uh he-man and skeletor oh yeah that's right i'm sorry skeletor in he-man he has done the defenders tv series the andy griffith show uh the bill cosby show I dream of Genie. <laughs> um, Scooby's All-Star St- uh, Laugh Olympics, the Scooby-Doo show. He did a bunch of uh, voices. Frady Cat, the Tom and Jerry show. Hong Kong Fooey, uh, Inch High Private Eye. Oh, wow. Uh, Speed Buggy, the new Scooby-Doo movies. Butch Cassidy. He's done a ton. Yeah. Tarzan, Lord of the Jungle. He plays Tomos, Orban, and Bobag. Good old classic Bobag. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he did some voices in uh, Captain Caveman. Oh, there we go. Caveman reappears. And he was Toy Man and Half Ape on the Plastic Man comedy adventure show, which was a show that we had previously covered as episode four of the Flashback Cartoon Hour. So go Ooh. check out that show. 
And just to say, uh, for He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, he was Skeletor, Merman, Man-at-Arms, Cringer, Battle Cat, and Robota. Robota. Oh, wow. The Transformers and the 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo. So he seemed to be a big player when it came to Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. Don't talk to my daughter like that. (laughs) (laughs) Go put on some fucking clothes. That's the way he was looking at her when the daughter was crawling up to him. He just gave that look like, I'm so disappointed. Go put on some clothes. Grossing everyone out. (laughs) I'm secretly Skeletor. Well, maybe that's how they roam around on their planet when they're not afraid of people randomly showing up and judging their customs. (laughs) hey look i don't know (laughs) yeah okay so i um so i was a little confused that they were already on the ship like just these three random people were on the ship they didn't really explain why they just said dale flash gordon and dr um oh what the fuck's his name um dr what's the doctor's name tone uh, Zargoth, Zark, Zarkov, Zarkov, yeah, Jagoff, yeah, <laughs> Doctor Jagoff, Jagoff. So there's Flash Gordon and Dale next to Doctor Jagoff, and Dale's looking a little <laughs> skittish. Well, <laughs> like, why were they, they? Why were they already there? So, like I was saying earlier, they I, like I don't know what version this is. I don't know if it's the polo player. I don't know if it's the Jets quarterback. I don't know if it's the fucking super spy fighting Hitler dude. Um, I think he was also a polo player in that. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, That's crazy if you or the nineties uh, wicked extreme XXX skateboarding flashboarding. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I can't wait to watch that. So I always had those action figures and I was like, wow, nothing I've ever seen of Flash Gordon remotely looks like these toys. So yeah. like, I never fucking understood it. And I was like, I don't get it. Like, what is this from? And then doing research for this episode, I found that show and I was like, <gasps> there it is. <laughs> and then I, I just, I took a, I, I watched the first episode with all, all you listeners. I'm sorry. Um, it was, it was good, but kind of good. It was like, yeah, like I said, it's like that back to the future, hop on the hoverboard, Wiley kit and Wiley cat kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Cause there I was on the hoverboard copying those trademarks the program was later shown in reruns on the sci-fi channel in the sci-fi cartoon quest um yeah but i liked it it was a good show good show all right um check out all our other episodes on the flashback cartoon hour you can find it on spotify uh on facebook you can find it. Uh, we're trying to get it out on everything. So check it out. You'll see the little orange TV. Hey, that's me. Um, other than that, you guys have a good morning and a good night. And remember, don't talk to my daughter like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, peace out. Peace out.